Fox look, uh, I'm uh, more than two years older than President, and I uh, do just fine. I don't want to have a fall, but if I do, I hope I get up as good as he did. Ah, yes, James Clyburn, who earlier this week called for the debt limit to be eliminated altogether. Praising Joe Biden's ability to fall. It's different being a Democrat. We got a very nice tweet. Got a very nice tweet today from Blaze. Can I use Blaze's whole name? From Blaze McLean, sending a tweet to the Chris Plant Show. Said, uh, your Newsmax show, The Right Squad, is excellent. You're beginning to hit your stride. See, uh, Blaze has been watching. You're beginning to hit your stride. I haven't been a Newsmax viewer, but The Right Squad has become appointment television. Well done, two exclamation marks, says uh, Blaze McLean. And uh, thank you. Thank you very much. And and it's true. I think that we are, you know, it's a, it's a brand new show. We're in week number four. And uh, there are a lot of moving parts and uh, different people uh, pretty much every night uh, on the uh, the panel. It's a panel discussion, myself plus four uh, in the studio, talking about the big news stories of the day. And we're... Where the show is uh, evolving, to use a Barack Obama term, term we are uh, the show is evolving. We changed. There were some big changes this week in the way that uh, we're doing the show, and um, and honestly, I think we're we're getting there. We're I think we're we're getting there. It's uh, there were a couple of things that we started out with that I, I I thought needed to be changed, and we're changing some things. And I think the show is getting better and more fun and more relaxed and. And I think that uh, good progress is being made. So thank you, Blair. And, and, of course, the Chris Plant and the Right Squad, it's called, is on at 9 p.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday, here on planet Earth. And, uh, yeah, I think, it's, uh, I think we're getting there. We're getting better and better. It's getting better all the time. So we got that. Also, yeah, James Clyburn, he called for the end of the debt limit. There should be no debt limit. We should just spend ourselves into oblivion like crackheads. And AOC said the same thing at that uh, insane riot of a town hall meeting that she had last week uh, in New York City. And she she said, oh, yeah, yeah, we should we should eliminate the debt limit. That's it. Because and she claimed that the Constitution instructs her that we should have no debt limit. And so that is where we see kind of this impact. I still believe, first of all, that we should start to implement it anyway because we should eliminate the debt limit in the United States because of the constitutional. One moron claps. We got, hey, we got one moron. Let's eliminate a little slow clap. Let's eliminate the debt ceiling. That sounds like a great idea. James Clyburn said the same thing, though, that we should eliminate the debt ceiling because there should be no limit to the the excesses of Washington, D.C. I'm not a proponent of having a debt limit. I don't think we ought to have that at all. So I don't know why we have this debt limit. I wish we'd just get this thing behind us, pass this bill tonight, and let's next week start working on getting rid of the debt limit altogether. That's a good plan. Yeah. Thank the kids. Because they're going to be living in cardboard boxes, thanks to James Clyburn and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and like-minded people, if I may use the word mind in that context. All right, let's go to a telephone call, then we'll get to lots of stuff. We still have lots of stuff to get to. And uh, 
this uh, Prince Harry. I love that the Heritage Foundation is challenging Prince Harry's presence in the country and whether it's legal and whether uh, the U.S. government ignored his drug violations, which could keep him out of the country when he's applying for a visa, uh, or whether he lied on the uh, the applications, on the forms, which is, and then he confessed in a book, um, every day's an IQ test. And there's a lot of inbreeding over there, you know, in the, that royal family. And of course, Chuck is not his father, right? We know that as well. Just like Bill's not Chelsea's father. That's a Clinton family reference. See Webb Hubble. Let's go to uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Mark calling from College Park, Maryland, where the former mayor of College Park, Maryland, he also is a pedophile. And uh, we had that, and that was not intentional. We were just going to College Park, Maryland, going to Mark. And uh, your former mayor there, Mark, is in jail. Last time I looked, he's in the can because he had all that child porn. And he's a friend of Pete Boot Edge Edge and was a regular invitee to the Biden White House before he was arrested for kitty porn. Right, Mark? Uh, yes, he was. And uh, we have re-elected a, uh, elected another person to take his place. Hopefully, he's not of that persuasion. Uh, but speaking of that, uh, you remember about seven years ago, the, the homosexual men's chorus of uh, California uh, made up a little ditty about coming for your children. No, I don't remember that. Is it, that is that uh, true? Yes. Oh, yeah. Michael is nodding. Uh, Michael is sitting across from me and nodding in a knowing way, like uh, like he remembers this. Uh, you, you should dig that up. That's uh, most instructive at this point. We are being, uh, if I can use the expression, sodomized as a country. Uh, honestly, I mean, it is. It, it's an everyday recurring thing. It's always about the children. children. They are. Uh, uh, the reason I called was. Uh, uh, you know, Biden has now introduced the traditional uh, postgraduate recessional um, presidential fall. And now each president must come up with his own version of that at any uh, military academy graduation. Uh, follow his lead, and, and there you go. <laughs> so uh, you, thing, you think it'll become thing, a trend? See, I, I think. <laughs> it, it, knowing it, Biden, it will. <laughs> it, it should become a trend across America. We'll call it Bidening. And anytime you finish, anytime you finish a speech, you just fall down on the ground like Joe Biden, and we'll call it Bidening. Uh, one request, if possible. Sure. Uh, I do appreciate greatly uh, the national anthem uh, as the uh, postlude to your uh, program, but I wonder if, if you uh, and or uh, Michael Piercy uh, could find a version. I have heard one from the uh, the U.S. Uh, Air Force uh, men's chorus of an a cappella version. We need, we need to have the words um, sung daily, and whether it's a cappella or whether it's a, a, a instrumentation with men, you know, with uh, some kind of, of course, unbellished, please, the standard ver- version, so people are reminded uh, of what the words to the national anthem are. I think that is an excellent uh, recommendation, and I'm going to uh, I'm going to have a discussion about that uh, or uh, more um, with the uh, the management around here. I think that's a good suggestion, and. And may I also say that I appreciate your literacy and your ability to uh, to uh, use the English language uh, appropriately and well. And postlude, you know, people hear the word prelude uh, frequently, but not the word postlude. And uh, I admire your use of the English language. Uh, it's a you know musical term, of course. It is, and and uh, and Michael has unearthed the California Gay Men's Choir with their uh, anthem to. Uh, 
Not bringing in the sheaves, but bringing in the kids. You think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked? Funny, just this once, you're correct. We'll convert your children. Happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. You can keep them from disco. Warn about San Francisco. Make him wear pleated pants, we don't care. We'll convert your children. We'll make them tolerant and fair. Ah, yes, the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir. And uh, Mark uh, uh, reminded us of that. Thank you, Mark. I had, uh, I'm not sure I was even aware of that. Did we use that years ago? We did, we used that years ago? Two years ago, we used it? Uh oh, my memory's gone. That's it. That's, well, Mark, uh, there it is. The San Francisco uh, Gay Men's Choir will convert your kids. And then, you know, the funny thing, and we're coming for your kids. Uh, yes, we are this time, this one time, you're right. See, uh, that means every other time you're wrong, and they're right all the time, but we're coming for your kids. And then the joke is we'll make them tolerant and fair because everybody is intolerant and unfair until the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir gets a hold of the children, and, and then they'll be tolerant and fair. Keep in mind, the only thing not to be tolerated is intolerance. That's an old saying of the French left that uh, has been adopted, at least in spirit, by the American left as well. Um, Mark, uh, good stuff. And, uh, and nice use of the word postlude. So, good stuff. I would not think of it as being specific to music necessarily, but, um, but uh, perhaps used frequently in music. Um, very good. I, uh, I like it when the, uh, the English language is uh, used well. That's a, that's a good thing. A happy thing. A definitely happy thing. All right, let's, uh, let's see. Let's get to... Uh, let's get to... Um, there is this crazy story that I haven't talked about the last couple of days about the teenager Cameron Roberts who jumped off the cruise ship into allegedly shark-infested waters around the Bahamas. Um, just graduated from high school on a sea cruise. Apparently, friends dared him to jump off of the cruise ship, which is never a good idea. Um, haunting image, haunting image surfaces after Cameron Roberts jumped off ship into quote shark infested water. Um, pretty amazing. Louisiana high school graduate who disappeared after leaping off of a cruise ship into dark waters off the Bahamas last week, may have met a grisly fate in the shark-infested area, local officials said. And there's video, a little bit of video, and it's perfectly unclear because it's at night and it's in the dark and, you know, it's in the ocean. Uh, but it looks like there's something moving near him that could, it's not impossible, could be a shark. Uh, but then the shark experts say, well, if it were a shark, he wouldn't eat the whole high school student. He'd probably eat parts of the high school student, and other parts would be floating and would be found because they don't usually eat the whole uh, person like that. But in any event, it's a crazy story. And, you know, people, we're, we're actually headed off on our Chris Plant Sea Cruise uh, this month, this month now, now that it's uh, June. Uh, starting in Barcelona, ending up in uh, Lisbon, going to Casablanca and a bunch of uh, great ports in between. Uh, but it's a good idea to not jump off, uh, particularly at night. When we were in Antarctica, they, had the, they did the Arctic plunge 
uh, but we weren't uh, at sea at night. We were we were uh, 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 dropped anchor, and it was daytime, and people were jumping out of a, a doorway down at uh, near the water level into the Antarctic waters. Um, I did not do that because I believe that every day is an IQ test, and <laughs> and I try to compete. Yeah, so there's uh, this kid, a terrible story, Cameron Roberts, and you see the pictures of him and stuff, and apparently a great kid, and and uh, there's uh, there are a couple of reports that they might have been drinking, might have been some drinking going on, and he jumped off the ship uh, in the darkness, and then some people swear that there were sharks, uh, but they never found the kid, never found him at all. And the search was called off long ago, so uh, he's gone. So here's the uh, here's the the final message on that. Don't do that. See, don't do that. When you go swimming, uh, you know, by day, uh, don't jump off the ship. Um, that's just not a good policy. That's a nugget of wisdom for the day. <laughs> right. It's official reports that the banking collapse of 2023 has been more devastating than the banking collapse of 2008. And right now there are a series of financial dominoes falling all over the world. And it may not be over yet. In fact, you can bet on it. So don't wait for that email saying, sorry, your account has been frozen We've got to take action now to protect what we've worked so hard all of our lives to build. That's why it's a good time to call my friends at American Alternative Assets and get smart on these important issues. You can request your free wealth protection guide. Call them at 888 the number 4 gold 20. The number is 888-446-5360. This invaluable guide will outline the precise steps that you need to take immediately to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals, all without tax consequence. Call American Alternative Assets. Call them today and be done with it. It's Friday. Call them at 888-4-GOLD-20 and get your free gold and silver guide today. You're going to learn stuff. It'll be good. Once again, call 888-446-5360. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, that is uh, the teenager. It's a, it's a terrible, horrible, tragic story. Um, you know, about 7 billion people. What do we have? 7, 8 billion people on the planet. Um don't do, don't do things like that. Be smart. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around the clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Ah, uh, yes. 
Um, all right, we can go to uh, we go to the telephones. There's so many moving parts going on in the background here, aren't there? <laughs> it's a crazy world and a crazy business um, with some crazy people. I don't know if you've noticed that, but not everyone is really well-adjusted or well-suited for uh, life in the public. Have you noticed that? I, uh, it's kind of interesting. Don't work and play well with others and things. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to the telephones. Let's go to Glenn calling from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Glenn, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, good morning, Chris. How you doing? I'm great, Glenn. What do you know? Well, I know I watched most of your show last night, and uh, the sidekick there, Jason, quickly alluded to Trump's grasp of a glass, and he equated that, I guess, to bite me. Plan. <laughs> yes, he did. He's the uh, liberal on the panel, Jason Nichols. He's a professor at the University of Maryland, uh, and uh, and all that that implies, I think. And yes, when Joe Biden falls down once again, as he's done repeatedly, uh, the liberal voice on the panel on our show last night, our 9 p.m. Eastern show on Newsmax, yes, he said, well, you remember when Trump had a glass of water and he uh, used both hands to drink out of it? as though that were comparable. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think you might have uh, tried to interrupt there, but uh, he got his point in, I guess. A glass of water compared to face planting is the, is the same thing, which uh, drives me nuts. The liberal argument in all matters. Um, you know, apples and chainsaws, right, Glenn? Exactly. Keep up the good work. I always listen to you. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Glenn. Have a great uh, Pennsylvania day and a great Pennsylvania weekend. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be 92 here today, 75 tomorrow. Um, All right, let's go to uh, let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's go to Jonathan calling from Centerville, Virginia. Jonathan, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Christopher. Yes, how are sir. You, my friend? I couldn't be better. Well, it's a gorgeous day here in the, the uh, unfortunately, I have to associate myself with the D.C. metro area. <laughs> I know you do that. Uh, you do that yourself. Um, <laughs> I, I wanted do. to submit to you that. That, that maybe we maybe we should call this what it is, right? Pride Month. Let's 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 rebrand it as Hubris Month, um, because I unless unless memory misserves me, uh, pride or or having pride in something with no reason is one of the seven deadly sins. It's very very clearly defined in in Scripture. Absolutely true. It is one of the seven deadly sins. You know, I was I talked about this a, a few months ago. I was down near the baseball stadium in D.C., and there are a lot of new buildings going up down there, and there's a building. One of the buildings is actually called Envy, and it has a big, it has a big thing in front of the building. The building is called Envy, and as soon as I saw it, I said, well, that's one of the seven deadly sins. I assume there are going to be six more buildings that go with this, right? Um but you're you're absolutely right. Pride pride is one of the the seven deadly sins, and and hubris is excessive uh, pride, misplaced excessive pride. A uh, I'll go ahead and look it up. The self assured hubris among uh, it it is you know excessive pride and self confidence, excessive 
being the key. Um, and Indeed. and we are living through this bizarre era in human history. Uh, the Merriam-Webster's people say exaggerated pride or self-confidence. And, um, yeah, National National Hubris Month might be the way to go. And honestly... Nobody really cares. I just don't. I just don't know what country these people are are uh, uh, talking about, or what country they've been living in all these years. I don't know anybody that goes around being anti-gay. I just. I don't know what they're. Oh, there's a hate crime. Shut up. You know, all crimes are hate. Okay, uh, when they're perpetrated against people, you know, but it's a hate crime. Uh, but I'm special because just sit down and like call your mom or something because, honestly. This has gotten uh, completely ridiculous, and and transgender is not the same as gay. And don't tell me that it is because it's not. In fact, you know, you've got uh, gay groups that are like anti-trans groups. Now we got gays against groomers too, which is another organization opposed to the sexualization of children by certain members of the Democratic Party. And I'm with gays against groomers. I'll uh, tell you that much. And then you know, and then the corporations they get uh, they get drawn into this this crazy place. Um, but National Hubris Month is, is uh, you know, kind of, a, kind of a good idea, actually. And it is, I mean, it is absurd having this building named Envy. The building is called Envy. And I laughed and immediately, Jonathan, went right to the same thing that you went to, which is, you know, the seven deadly sins. <laughs> and, and I'm looking uh, for amen, the... brother. Hey. Yeah. Hey, you, uh, I, I, one quick thing, I, want, I just wanted to, first off, so proud of you and so proud of what the program has done. You guys have been a voice of reason and a source of hilarity for me. And I, I still, I, and, and for the nation, really, I'm so proud that you guys are nationally syndicated now and you get your show on news back. Um, but I, I wanted to remind you, um, back in the, the uh, Eric Charmella, I'm sure you remember them well, um, you, you characterize Mr. Charmella, and I still laugh, as Mr. Brennan's butt boy. <laughs> still, I, get a kick, I get a kick out of it every time, brother. <laughs> well, well, it is, uh, uh, you know, that Washington is a funny place in a whole lot of different ways. That's, uh, that's for sure. And uh, Brennan, you know, he's the, like, one of the leaders of the seditious conspiracy against the president of the United States. And he's another one that will yes, never sir. be held, never be held accountable, right, Jonathan? Unfortunately, no. I, I, I don't see it. I mean, I, you know, these FBI whistleblowers. I'm proud of them for coming forward, and that's boy, is that a hard stance to take? Um, but, but they're. I just don't ever see it. I don't ever see them getting indicted. I don't ever see them getting put behind bars where they belong, and that's where they belong. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's a fact. I mean, you know, the crimes they committed are right out here in the light of day. And uh, those of us that are paying attention are, are well aware of uh, the crimes. And uh, yet we live in this. Yes, sir. This, and it's not accountability free. There's selective accountability. We have two systems of justice. And, and that's the yes, truly sir. horrible thing that we're witnessing, Jonathan. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, appreciate it. Keep up the good work, brother. Well, thank you. Thanks for the call. Thanks, and and have a have a great uh, great American weekend. Even here in the Washington <laughs> area. And uh, Neil Smith, an old butt buddy. Are you here, Neil? <laughs> Neil, I miss you, man. I miss you. There he is. That's uh, Joe Biden, the president of the United States. He's his old his old butt buddy. That's uh, Joe Biden. He's the president of the United States. <laughs> 
Yeah, and the building downtown called Envy. That's uh, that's funny. Uh, that made me laugh. <laughs> Where are the other six buildings that go with it? Amazing. Yes, sir. Yeah, I didn't get fully into the story about the Heritage Foundation challenging, um, you know, Prince Harry's president uh, presence in the United States, but it is a that is a, a fun one. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, this is a funny story. Speaking of of Democrats. Uh, Blaze has the story. Washington, the state of Washington, not Washington, D.C. Do you see these lefties in Washington, D.C., excuse me, in the state of Washington, said that Washington, D.C. should change its name because they're named Washington out there, and we should stop calling ourselves Washingtonians because they're Washingtonians? It's like, um, you guys were a little late to the dance. I got to, but they're lefties. You know how they are. All right, so it's in the state of Washington, where they have too many crazy people, it's one of the most beautiful places in the world, of course. And it's in the United States of America, um, you know, the great republic, uh, if we can keep it, to uh, paraphrase Benjamin Franklin. Washington's first, the, the state of Washington, Washington's first director of equity. They have a director of equity for the state, who's uh, naturally a woman of color. They want a WOC, woman of color. Washington's first director of equity was fired after saying she didn't trust Mexicans because they could choose to be white, among other indiscretions, is the headline from The Blaze. Dr. Karen Johnson. Do you think she's really a Johnson? I mean, a, a, a doctor? She's probably like Dr. Joe. And do you know anybody else named Karen Johnson? Who? Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg's real name is Karen, Karen Johnson. Dr. Karen Johnson, a presumably no relation was fired as the state's first director of the Office of Equity after she made derogatory comments about Mexicans and other people, including white people. But she's a, a WOC, so it's okay if you're a Democrat. Those were some of the revelations found in an investigation by the Washington State Office of Financial Management. Why would they be looking into it? Into the termination of Johnson's employment earlier in May. She had held the post since May of 2021. Apparently it uh, didn't go very well from there. Uh, King TV, K-I-N-G-T-V, obtained a report of the allegations through the public records request, like a Freedom of Information uh, Act request, because they wouldn't hand them over, so you got to go through the, you know, the bureaucratic uh, stupid mill to get there. The report accused Johnson of making unreasonable requests of staff and running a disorganized office. Unreasonable requests of uh, staff. That goes on a lot on Capitol Hill, a great deal on uh, Capitol Hill. Almost entirely with Democrats, because if any Republican behaved like that, it would be on the front page of the Washington Post. Among the accusations were that Johnson made several inappropriate comments about people in relation to race. Wait, I can't believe it, but she's a woman of color. She's African-American. She can't be a racist. This may seem like this may take some time for me because I generally distrust Mexican people, she said. That's a nation. I generally distrust, distrust Canadians. See, that's okay, I think. Isn't that okay if you just say Canadians? She reportedly said during a group discuss, discussion, she said, Mexican people have the option of being white when it's convenient for them. <laughs> 
like, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, you know, George Zimmerman, right? A white Hispanic, according to the New York Times. She also accused a white person of cultural appropriation because they were wearing their hair in a braid. <laughs> yeah, braids. Uh, that's uh, the uh, see, the thing is, you know, uh, Africa, The I don't think braids are really the thing in uh, Africa. That's uh, more of a, a recent development, I think. But who knows? Maybe uh, Cleopatra. Who was it? Netflix did that Cleopatra thing where everybody was black, right? And a lawyer in Egypt sued them. <laughs> Others said she commented on their physical appearance, including allegedly telling one person to wear lipstick and another that they were too fat. Hey, you, you're too fat. And you, put on some lipstick for, for, the, love, for the love of Mike. Johnson says she was fired because uh, she was pushing for accountability at uh, state agencies in relation to equity. Yeah, that was probably it. The uh, Democrat Governor Jay Inslee responded to King TV that her claims had nothing to do with Johnson's firing, but that the equity office had problems and budgetary issues. Budgetary issues. So it is, and the fact that she doesn't like Mexicans had nothing to do with it, and she's the head of the, you know, the racial equity uh, office because Democrats... You know how they are, don't you? Yeah, and we're not going to get all into the Blue Jays pitcher, Anthony Bass, but the, uh, well, you know, we've got the audio of him being booed when he went out on the, because this is, you know, he, uh, he, he, he said that he uh, supported, well, just online, somebody was saying, hey, uh, Twitter should be boycotted because they got the uh, transgender and gay stuff for kids. And, uh, and uh, he uh, uh, retweeted it or something. And then, and then he went out on the pitcher's mound and the Canadians responded like this. They're jeering and... Booing Anthony Bass. He's coming out to the pitcher's mound from the bullpen, and they booed him, and they booed him. And then because uh, Chairman Mao is in charge, and this is, see, this is why I don't trust Canadians, you know. <laughs> I'm just mocking the woman in Washington. Canadians are uh, you know, uh, great. They're the, my second favorite uh, people. They're, uh, they're great. And Canada is, of course, as everybody knows, America's hat. It's America's hat. And what else is it? It's our largest national park, our largest national park. But then uh, Anthony Bass was, he was shamed and flogged and, and the management uh, flogged him. Now we got to uh, boycott Major League Baseball. <laughs> Honestly, it's really the, the, the walls are closing in. Let's, uh, let's go to Anthony Bass groveling and sniveling and apologizing after his Maoist struggle session. I recognize yesterday uh, I made a post that was hurtful to the Pride community, which includes friends of mine and close family members of mine. And I am truly sorry for that. Um, I just spoke with my teammates and shared with them my actions yesterday. As with them, and as of right now, I'm using the Blue Jays' resources to better educate myself, to make better decisions moving forward. Uh, the ballpark is for everybody. Uh, we include all fans at the ballpark, and we, and we want to welcome. How about everybody. Christians? How about uh, how about Christians? Are Christians welcome at the ball? They're not at uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. And uh, and then he uh, continued. He had his groveling and. Uh, sniveling, oh my, I'm so sorry, I'm so terribly sorry. I talked to my teammates and 
the ballpark is open to everyone, including transgender three-year-olds and and uh, and everything. But he had to. Uh, honestly, the country is going the way of Maoist China. All right, all right. I apologize. You're really sorry. I'm really, really sorry. I apologize unreservedly. You take it back. I do. I offer a complete and utter retraction. The imputation was totally without basis in fact and was in no way fair comment and was motivated purely by malice. And I deeply regret any distress that my comments may have caused you or your family. Honestly, the Democrats are turning the country into what used to be Monty Python satire. I want to be called Loretta. And I want to have a baby. You can't have a baby, you nit. You haven't got a womb. But you see, in uh, England, they've got a magazine cover with a, a man, they say, who's pregnant and a big bulging belly. Uh, it's uh, the bearded lady. But we're supposed to say, yes, it's a man who's pregnant and having a baby. Otherwise, we're going to have to grovel and apologize. Well, the Democrats have done such a number on Bodymore Murderland. That's uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore parents terrified of school-to-grave pipeline. You know, the Democrats created the school-to-prison pipeline, and now the parents have downgraded that in Baltimore to the school-to-grave pipeline as violence worsens. Youth shootings, comma, homicides rise in Baltimore, claiming the lives of 19 city students. Now, Baltimore is not the biggest city in the world. It's going on in Washington, D.C. as well. Some parents fear sending their children to school as Charm City faces a surge in youth homicides and shootings. The school-to-prison pipeline, or really the school-to-grave pipeline, is really real in Baltimore City, said Giovanni Patterson, who has two young children in school. She was speaking to Fox News. Baltimore City Public Schools held a ceremony last week remembering the 19 students shot and killed Within the past year, the youngest victim was eight years old. And uh, the previous year, gunfire claimed the lives of 12 students. Now, this is Democrat-run city, Democrat-run city, and it's going on across the country. And we have a news media that doesn't cover it uh, overwhelmingly. It is uh, it's a pretty amazing, amazing stuff. And, and in the meantime, of course, I shared with you in brief a, a story in Oklahoma about a young girl that was pummeled in the girls' room by a biological male claiming to be a girl. And uh, and let me just say, all of this goes right back to the Democrat Party and their policies. All of it. It just uh, beats a path to the, really, the Oval Office door and to, and to the Congress and to the state houses, the Democrats, their prosecutors, the pro-crime and, and all of that madness. Uh, listen, uh, nevertheless, the fight has been engaged, and we are we're uh, taking it to them. We're taking it to them in all kinds of good ways, uh, in, in in the right ways. Taking the school boards back from the crazy people, you know, we minded our own business year after year, thinking school boards are fine. There's nothing wrong with school boards, right? Uh, but once we found out, and the 
the air raid siren went off, people, normal people started running for school board positions, and that makes a big difference. You also have to keep tabs on your your local boards. You know, they, they'll take over the environmental board in the county and do crazy things with it because they're fanatics and they, you know, they're not well. They're not well. But uh, the fight has been engaged and we're, we're making good progress. Uh, and we must remember normal at all times. You go to the Chris Plant store, get your remember normal gear, all right? Get your I survived the Wuhan Red Death gear. And uh, go find us on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram and where else? Rumble. Rumble. Find us on Rumble. And have a great American weekend. It's going to be hot today, cool tomorrow, climate change. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.